This is Jason Douglas from CultureCast Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good, good. getting it's getting so absurd now i as we were as we were logging on here i sound now so, now it's getting absurd what? What, what 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 was the what was the straw that broke the camel's back for michael malone you know i it's okay it's been absurd for a while that's not what it, okay fuck off number one hold on do you do you find yourself every like old like old wivesy phrase that you use old folksy phrase you like wonder if that's secretly racist now yeah, like logging like, on, like, like I just like, said, logging like, on. I'm like, is that like a slave term? Am I? Am I gonna get the, in trouble for that? <laughs> what does this mean when I I say uh, like the straw that broke the camel's back? I'm like, what kind of anti something <laughs> phrase is that? Like, there's everything makes me concerned that I might be uh, being insensitive. Oh now, yeah, we're, which I I think I think is a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm not even allowed to say uh, how you guys doing when I open up my shows now, because it imp- imply it says guys. Uh, well, you're an a- it implies you're an asshole is what it implies. Well, I can't say hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that got me when it was that was a big one a couple of years ago when, when when comedians were literally getting canceled at colleges because they were opening their shows with how you guys doing or how you, how guys, you guys feeling. Hey, you got you got to say folks. You got to say folks, but even fo- folks I- sounds super racist. Folks, but it's it's got I think it's with an X now. <laughs> I think you say folks with an X now. I think that's how. I you know what'd be great. I want to start a parody. It's it's folks news, and it's just <laughs> she giving the folks the news that they want. You know, giving give news for us folks. News for us folks who, who just want it's, to hear uh, something good. Small town news for the folks. Uh, it's where I'm starting a clothing line called Foof Buff. That is, uh, folks buy uh, wait. you for for folks buy folks, you know, <laughs> with an X. I think it's an X. I don't know why. I don't understand. I got to tell you, Malone. I don't understand the X's. Have you seen the things on the Twitter now? I don't understand you, you spell, any of my you spell, X's. You spell things with an X now on Twitter. Like you change a letter, and I think. I don't know if it's supposed to like reclaim the phrase. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's progressive. It's a lot of weird stuff. Here's the thing, and I think that's the point. Is it like uh, I'm a white guy, right? <laughs> and I and I understand that like my stock as a white guy is not real high right now. Like no, <laughs> no one is no one yeah. is stoked to hear from a white guy, right? No. Uh, but the bummer is that like. I'm a songwriter. Like I'm an artist. Like I'm, I, my job is to write songs about stuff that crop up in my brain. Right. Right. So I can't just like shut the fuck up and stop talking. Like I have, I have, I have to say stuff. I just want to know what I should say. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, like, like, 
like concrete as in terms of concrete advice moving forward are there some things that i should avoid saying <laughs> uh Dude, i would like to know what those are because here's because it takes it 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 takes a special kind of of uh of of a white champion to be like if I just stop saying master bedroom, all <laughs> all the problems are solved. Like I will, you know, this see those things on Instagram. Like not everybody's out on the front line protesting. Some people are like, some people are at home having tough conversations, and yet some people are just not saying master bedroom anymore. Like that's not one. <laughs> that's not one of the options. Of things you can do to be like anti-racist, <laughs> so I don't understand why they did it. First of all, those what? fucking realtors, and second of all, uh, if I were to take that out and replace it with something useful, what the fuck would it be? I was like, just gonna say, sp- what do they say in big? And they say this is the big bedroom. <laughs> this is the big bedroom, and these are the the, the itty bitty ones. This is I don't know. <laughs> this is the bedroom that's in charge. Well, there's also just a lot of land around the country that used to be plantations. Right. Like every, every, like (laughs) if we rewind far enough, everywhere used to be slave country. Uh, The whole country was like North, the, the North was allowed to have slaves as well. So like everywhere you go, there was probably a slave there at some point. But Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively had to apologize for their wedding. And by had to, I mean they had to in order to make this thing about them. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> I go, by the way, I know people are getting killed by cops wholesale, but uh, <laughs> I I want everyone to look at me for a second. So I'm sorry. I'm deeply sorry for the fact that my wife and I got married 10 years ago in a place that used to be a plantation. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't think anybody was asking for that, Ryan. No, I think people are more concerned with uh, the fucking, uh, who's the, the cooking lady who had a, plant state, a plantation-themed party. Like, Oh, yeah, and all the, all the uh, people in like any kind of position that you wouldn't traditionally want to have at a wedding. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like that's who's got a apologize i'm not worried about fucking deadpool i'm worried about (laughs) who is that uh, delta burke who is that lady paula Paula. Paula. (laughs) delta burke's from designing women you (laughs) jackass uh paula dean is her name paula dean uh fucking that's who should apologize i don't i don't give a fuck about deadpool i want i want paula dean's head didn't didn't she do an interview and they were like well like have you have you said the n word and she was like you mean like ever <laughs> like that's 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 not the way you want to answer that question first of all paula yeah uh if you're just trying to save your skin you know even if the answer is is uh yeah lots of times you just go no i don't recall i, I don't. you say i you say I don't recall. Like, have you watched C-SPAN ever one time? That's yeah. That that is the go-to uh, thing. That is the get out of jail free card. Not not that I recall. I, I don't recall. I, I I honestly cannot recall one specific instance in which I said the N word. You know, I reached out. I reached out to Paula Dean when everything was going on, and I let That's her. That's weird because you thought her name was Delta Burke. <laughs> Listen for the joke. For the joke, I reached out to oh, Paula right. Dean okay. to Delta and, Burke. Uh, to Delta Burke, and I told her she's I, confused. I said, "Look, it gets better. Um, <laughs> hang in there." 
<laughs> oh man, Delta Burke was reading that letter like you, je- you're you're a dick. I've been I've been battling weight issues for decades now, <laughs> and here here you are telling me about butter. You're a dickhead. I will say this: I think uh, in regards to master bedroom and all the other language issues that we are uh, yeah. silently mm-hmm. battling. Uh, I will say that I think language leads the way. I think I think language does lead the way to change and a more appropriate behavior. And I think uh, the people that aren't thinking about correcting themselves or, or, or whatever need to be told that, like, hey, man, not cool. Uh, and... Uh, I'm I'm for it, and uh, I say that be- uh, because I've been in LA for almost ten years now, and yeah. uh, and uh, man, it is such a big deal out here. Language is so fucking important here. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, and and it and it should be. Um, mm-hmm. But as well, a words, guy, words are words are powerful. If words aren't, if words hold no power uh, at all. Then, uh, then, like the songs that I write and like the the jokes that you work really hard on, fucking don't mean anything. That's, and that's sad. That's what so I got. I got. I got to believe that words do matter. Well, I, I, I do. Say... I do have to believe that. But I also do have to think that like there are some things that you can do. Like all those Hollywood people, the second they get money, they have their own production company. All of a sudden, have you noticed that? Like oh, once yeah. you get. Once you get to a certain point where you've got the money, you start producing. Yeah, hey Ryan Reynolds, why don't you produce some black writers? Like have some. <laughs> like, why don't you make some black movies? Like ha- not you make them because that would be a disaster. You have someone who's black make them. Yeah, are you and suggesting you- that Ryan Reynolds does blackface movies? I, I, I don't know that that is going to bridge the gap. It might. I don't think so. He's charming and handsome. Maybe. Maybe he puts on blackface I, and everyone all of a sudden goes, oh, okay. No, that's not what I want. I would pay I to see to... Ryan Reynolds in The Nutty Professor. <laughs> I, Wait. I'd pay good money Are you money insinuating that. that he would have to wear blackface yes. in order to be in The Nutty Professor? Because <laughs> yes. I think the original Nutty Professor was a white guy. I think it was Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis is the piano player. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis is – oh, wait. Who's – Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Is with, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis not the full uh, Nutty Professor's name? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jerry Lee Lewis wrote Great Balls of Fire. Oh, no. That's. Uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> Malone. That's not who God that damn is. it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a black dude. What's his name? That wrote Great Balls of Fire? Yeah. No, that was back when white people were appropriating the black music and using it to get famous. That's not Richard Lee Lewis? <laughs> little Richard. Little Richard. <laughs> little no, Richard little, Lee Lewis? That's not who that uh, is. <laughs> Little Richard Lee Lewis wrote <laughs> a wop babaloo bop a wop bam boom. Yes. Yes, Great Balls of Fire. That's how that song goes. A wop babaloo bop a wop bam boom. Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. That's a hell of a mashup you just did there, DJ Malone. <laughs> Brewer, are you telling me I don't know celebrity names? (laughs) I'm telling you, you don't know musician names. That's just 100% true. Uh, Speaking of... Anyways, uh, I think there are things Ryan Reynolds could do to fucking help. Uh, And I think reboot the... (laughs) the, 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 the,
I think yeah. If he re, what if he re, <laughs> what if he reboots the Nutty Professor as a white guy again? Yes. Uh, that's uh, that's the Trump side of things. I think that's what he means when he means make America great again. He just means make the Nutty Professor a white guy again. <laughs> I think that's what. It is. I want to see Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> and Delta Burke. Well, last time I saw. Last time I saw Jerry Lee Lewis, he, they had to wheel him out in one of those like orthopedic beds. Mexico's uh, gonna pay for the film, right? To the <laughs> right to the piano, and just like make you know those beds that make you stand up, or those lazy boys that make you stand up. You My know? grandpa had one of those. Yeah, they had to. They had, how old? How fucking old was your grandpa? Because your parents were old. My parents were. So, <laughs> my parents were very old. How uh, did your grandpa? Tell us. Tell us about for the next segment of this podcast. <laughs> tell us about how your grandpa survived the Civil War, Malone. <laughs> well, I you know I didn't I didn't get to ask him a whole. He had Alzheimer's, so he didn't know what war it was. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you know how awkward it you know how awkward it is to be your grandpa's wife sometimes. <laughs> it's very yeah, you just, awkward. You just have to kind of you just have to kind of take whatever name he throws at you. Yeah, that's uh, I, yeah. by the way that's my uh, that's my next comedy special. Uh, the, the title is my grandpa's wife. <laughs> I am my grandpa's wife. <laughs> I am my grandpa's wife. <laughs> My parents were very old. My uh, my just, uh, one of the my dad was old. He was dead. That's how old uh, my parents were. You could probably set like if if you were clever about, dude. You can't get older than dead. I don't think <laughs> you physically can't get any older than that. That's the oldest. It's as old as the it comes. oldest you can get. I I was thinking about uh, death and uh, d- the other day and the the uh, the estate tax as we call it you know like when you when you die and then all of your shit just is an estate now oh yeah 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 and yeah, there's yeah. a certain amount of money I think we could get around uh, certain um, how about we replace the income tax with an estate tax and the estate tax is that when you die. You're not. You don't fucking exist anymore. So like, no one has claims to that money. It just is is in the air. Like it's not yours because you're dead and you don't fucking exist. So it just becomes the government's. But while you're alive, you, there's no income tax. You spend your money however you want. But when you die, all of it goes to the government. I don't. I don't like that. Why? But what is your family? Well, let's say you have some children. And uh, mm-hmm. and a wife, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, let's say that they are not the richest people in the world, and then fucking yeah. dad dies, and he has, mm-hmm. and then all that money just goes to the government instead of the family. Life insurance policy. Well, life insurance, homie. You're allowed to have life insurance. There are life insurance policies that pay out like hundreds of thousands of dollars, Malone. I have one through Gerber Insurance. <laughs> It is to give like the like the baby food. Yes, I've had it since okay. I was a baby. Okay, uh, I give them ten dollars a month. Uh huh. And when I die, they are going to give uh, Ryan Faber ten thousand dollars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure Faber will spend that responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's my 
that's my legacy that I'm leaving behind. I I think I think Gerber might be like might be fucking you on this one. <laughs> you think Gerber is out to get Ger- me? Gerber is running like a baby Ponzi scheme. Gerber is just like baby food made off right now. I think that's what's going on. They're just like, hey, get, yeah, all you stupid fucking babies who don't know how math works, give us $10. Are you and- telling me I'm being bamboozled by babies? I am telling you that you are you were bamboozled as a baby, Malone. You weren't an adult. They had no legal binding to, 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 to put you in that kind of a program at that age is what yeah, I'm Yeah, I was say. just a kid. I didn't know you what were, I was signing. You were a baby. You didn't know what you were doing. If you give them $10 a month, that's like $120 a year. I think if so I would use Dave, years, my, yeah. In I, 10 years, you'd have $1,000, and in 100 years, you've had, you'd, have, uh, you'd have $100,000. But uh, I don't know how math works. I don't. I don't, I don't either. Numbers were right. Here's the thing. I think I'd have a million dollars. But here's the thing. I think <laughs> I I'd think be so better too. off. You know what I'm going to start doing is just put is just giving myself ten dollars a month. <laughs> I think. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I feel like you're going to run out of income soon. Oh yeah, yeah. It's getting real close to that. You know, because of the the uh, uh, coronavirus hoax. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. See the thing the thing you got to oh the thing God. you got to know the thing you got to know about the coronavirus hoax Malone. Here's what you got to know. Yeah, yeah. Um is <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that that the uh the uh I believe they're called the deep state. It's the deep state. I uh that's what they, I want to talk to you about. Yeah. They funded a, a laboratory in Wuhan during the Obama administration mm-hmm. with the sole, for, the sole purpose mm-hmm. of uh, developing a biochemical uh, terror mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. they, they, they developed yes. the, the China virus, as it's called. Oh, yes, the China virus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Wuhan, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. At the behest of President Obama. Oh, yes. Right. I, I Yes, he was. Uh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then proceeded to disseminate that disease uh, like crazy mm-hmm. all over the place and then have people start to die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that um, ultimately just to gain control over you enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they can force you to wear a mask. Oh, yes. Government compliance. So, so once you wear the mask, they don't have to look at your stupid, poor face anymore, <laughs> right? That's that's number one, and then number two is they were they were they were powerful enough and ubiquitous enough to make all that happen under the radar. Uh, but but yes. but but we're lucky, right? Good for us because uh, Donald Trump was able to foil oh, all their plans mm-hmm. and get elected. Mm-hmm. And now that he's president, he is our last bastion of hope to fight off these deep state liberals. Bro, can I just chime in real quick with a sidebar about Pizzagate? I mean, and I mean, how... I mean that just I just pretty much explained the whole thing. But if you've got something to add, yeah, I, I have a sidebar uh, okay. that, that a lot like I because I've been you know I've been on Facebook and we all know Facebook is for Republicans. But I've been trying to put up a, a beacon of of hope out there. I've been trying to, to to shine a light, saying, "Hey, here's some facts if you want to look at them." Um, yeah. You know, I, I've been time, trying to every reach time, across the aisle. Every time I read something on Facebook, I'm like, look how altruistic and kind Malone is being to those who don't 
We don't believe what he believes. Look how kind okay, he's okay. been. Okay, what I'm getting at, That's- here's the sidebar, okay? Here's the sidebar. There uh, are people out there that are believing, not only believing this Pizzagate thing, which if you don't know what that is, we'll get into that a little bit, but here's the... That's here's when, the, that's when uh, Michael Jordan ordered a pizza to his hotel room and he got food poisoning yes, from the pizza. Yes, that is the real Pizzagate. But uh, Pizzagate, a lot of people oh, That's not that, the one you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the one that has Tom Hanks and Oprah Winfrey and Ellen being the head of some kind of underground child sex trafficking ring, which, you what know, is, What does pizza perfect. have to do with it? <laughs> because that's where it's happening, Brewer. In underground, these pizza shops, that's the code that they use in Hollywood. Don't you know these pedophiles use the code word pizza to order a young cock? Anyways, wait, uh, young cock? Is it specifically young cock? I think you know it gears towards young cock, but I'm sure there's some young puss in there too. So if you wanted a young girl, you'd have to order like mushrooms. You'd say I need a a pizza with mushrooms. (laughs) Okay, all right. I don't know the language. I've never been invited. Here's the thing I'm saying is there are people, mainly from my hometown, there are people out there. <laughs> this pizza thing started specifically in rural Ohio. <laughs> yes, who believe that Donald Trump is some kind of pedophile Batman who's who's secretly b- busting these underground sex trafficking rings. That's what they believe with their whole heart and mind, body and soul. Uh, they think that Donald Trump is some kind of secret agent who is bringing justice to Pizzagate. Yeah, well, but like, uh, okay, maybe. Not a maybe. Well, I've had several people post. Uh, no, I mean maybe they're right. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe they're right. But uh, here's the thing. Like, what if the Joker's, like, hideout or lair was, like, two houses down from the Batcave? And uh, and the jo- and Batman just fucking missed him the whole time. Like the Joker was just had his lair right next door. Like if the Batcave's mailbox said four oh one, the the Joker's <laughs> lair said four oh three, and and Bat and Batman completely missed it that whole time. It was just like where is the where is the Joker? He just can't he can't fucking find him. Right? Uh, didn't Jeffrey Epstein live like two houses down from Donald Trump for the longest time? Yes. So like. Shouldn't he have broke that shit up? Yeah, he's been to the island. He's hung yeah, out he's with them the several times. He's yeah. been quoted even saying, talking about the Miss Teen USA pageants that he used to run and fund. He he was quoted saying the best part of, of, of that whole thing about being in charge is being able to go backstage and see the girls and some of them being topless as like a bonus to his uh, job. The Miss Teen USA pageants we're talking yeah. about. And he like um, high, he high fived Bill Clinton on the way out, bro. <laughs> and here's the thing: if you want to throw Bill Clinton under the bus and be like, he also fucks young girls, I'd be like, cool, fuck him too. Like I have yeah. no like these people that bring up somebody somebody else that's also in the wrong, like they expect me to like crumble and be like, well then it can't be true. Well, good, fuck him oh, no, also. I, I I think it's all true. 
Yeah, I think I think Clinton's been to the fucking thing. Of course he has. Trump's of been there. Of course they have. These dude, are it's good old enough. white it's, men with power. Dude, it's good and enough money. for royalty. It's good enough for royalty. It's Dog. good enough for Bill Clinton. Exactly. It's good enough for Bill Clinton's redneck ass. It's good enough for royalty. It's good enough for Manhattan socialites. It's good enough. <laughs> so it's good I, enough for I am under the. <laughs> I am under the belief that, like, do I, will I uh, uh, say that uh, child actors in Hollywood have been, uh, have been fucked? Probably, yeah. Corey Ham tried to warn us about this years ago. Remember the the famous Corys back in the 80s? There were two Corys. I thought his name was Corey Haim, and I thought he... Is it Ham? I thought he started... I thought he'd started a chick band with his with his daughters. <laughs> it's Delta Burke's son, Corey Ham. It's Delta Burke's son, Corey Ham, who started <laughs> who started that group, the chick band, the, the Dixie chick Hams. band, the Ch- Dixie Ham. <laughs> Anyways, so it, it, will I will I side with that and say that yeah, there is a problem in Hollywood with child actors and that and that some kids are are getting sexually assaulted and abused? Yes, of course, of course, that's happening. Will I say that Harvey Weinstein's a terrible fucking monster person who is taking advantage of his position and money and fame? Of course, was Bill Cosby raping women in their sleep? Yes, there's always room for Jello. Of course, he fucking was. Dude, now is why? Tom Hanks an Oprah in charge of a pedophile underground ring under the fucking Papa John's? Probably not. <laughs> like, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's the case. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't honestly know about the connection to the to the celebrities. I didn't know about the PizzaGate cele- celebrity connection. Oh, they've got everybody. They got Ellen in there. Oh they yeah, fucking- uh, well, the, like. I'm just glad that somebody came out and finally was just like, "Hey, Ellen's kind of a piece of shit." Like, yeah. uh, uh, like uh, that just kind of made me happy because nobody dances that fucking much <laughs> and is and 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 doesn't just like turn it off and walk off stage and just be an absolute asshole. There's nobody whose it, central nervous system is malfunctioning that much that they're just that happy all the fucking time like she, just a goddamn bobblehead just be <laughs> just there's no way. She always there's reminded no me of like a, a modern day Willy Wonka. Where like everything looks fucking cool and like there's like you oh I could just have this candy and they're like fucking yeah you want to sing a song and they're like yeah let's sing a song like hey but uh, then he's like sad and miserable and actually poisoning people yeah I want to I want to connect this to your life specifically (laughs) Um, perfect uh, I could never stay at your house because my anxiety is high enough as it is. I cannot be at constant risk of someone jumping out and being like, Bleh! just from around. The I can't, I can't, I can't fucking do it. I, I would, I would, you know, and I, I've seen your reaction. I've seen your, you're like, you're about to catch hands. And I'd be like, I'd be in jail already. I'm not, I'm too high strung Malone. I'm for too those, high strung. For those of you. I would die. Uh, the reference is that my girlfriend likes to secretly record scaring me all day, every day. Uh, all day, every single day. Constantly. She And I'm not, I don't mean like she just hides behind a door or something. She's hiding in cupboards. She almost got stuck in the dryer one day. She's, I had to she's get her taking out contortionist of classes. <laughs> yeah. And you say you have high anxiety. I'm just high most of the time. <laughs> 
And there's no better buzzkill than somebody fucking jumping out of a dryer or a, a fucking cup cabinet uh, yeah. while you're stoned to the max and somebody being like, ah, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, Malone. It's a, and I a, say a, that a, to say yeah. this. Uh, Ellen dances around <laughs> and then just... And then just sits down on a chair and across from someone knowing she's going to do something fucked up to scare that person. Like, there's going to be... <laughs> there's, like, going to be somebody underneath the table next to him that's just going to bounce out and be like, Oh, you haven't seen me in ten years. Remember that fucked up thing you just said about me ten seconds ago? Like, she... <laughs> Like, she's a... The, dude, Ellen's a sadist. I bet if there is a pizza child ring, I bet Ellen is involved. Oh, my God. Well, you can join my comment list on my Facebook. I've been, you know, I've been more vocal about Trump. Do people was, get mad at you about Pizzagate and celebrities? Do they yes, think, like, yes. you've gone out here and you've joined the Kabul? Yes. People think that I am also in this Hollywood elite, <laughs> which you can check my bank statements. I am not. Uh, I, yeah. But because I, I, I live in L.A., they, 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 they go after the city more so than the lifestyle. They're like, oh, well, you're out in fucking Hollywood. You know what's going on. And, duh, duh, duh. and it's like. No, no, I don't. It's not. And I tell you what's going on that bothers me is the fucking TikTok people keep having house parties during a pandemic. Like, yeah. why, why didn't somebody fuck those kids? <laughs> right. right. We're like, so it's not the kid fucking you're against wholesale. It's, no. the, it's, it's that they're fucking the wrong kids. Yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah. fuck some lessons in the, these kids. These Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that kid fucking these, island. Should, they, we should. It should be like Survivor. We should have like nominations and shit. For these the, are goes, jokes. I'm uh, not. I'm not trying to get canceled on our first episode. But uh, yeah, you're uh, you're right. Let's walk it back. Let's walk it back. Let's say this. I will. I will say that I've been more vocal uh, against my hatred for Trump uh, because for a long time I was getting. Blast it. I would put up something and then e- either the, uh, my family or like uh, close uh, fans that have followed me for a while would reach out and they would say like, hey, man, not cool. Like, yeah, you got to worry about your ticket sales and you got to worry about this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, I can honestly tell you now, like, I don't give a fuck anymore. There's almost 180,000 people dead from of this fucking disease that we had no leadership under. Black men and women are getting shot on the fucking daily, which isn't new, but it's like happening more rapidly now, I feel like. And there's just like... Dude, my fucking U.S. passport isn't even valid, dog. Like, I can't even leave the country like these fucking rednecks are yelling at me to. <laughs> if you don't like it, leave it. I wish I could, Billy Bob. I wish I fucking could. <laughs> I do. I do like the idea that it's fucked up to a point that you can't leave if you, if, even if you want. That's I the, think that's, the, that's so the irony. That's there. so funny. That's so funny. It's so fucking. <laughs> hilariously oh, awful but it's it's so i've been more vocal about it and what i and i also like to put out a feeler every once in a while to see where everybody's at uh to yeah. see if if it really is as bad as as we think it is or the news portrays yeah. it is and i will tell you yes it is that bad um just in my well, personal circle my i have somebody who is from my hometown who takes out a, a cardboard cutout 
of Donald Trump to the Marion Harding Memorial every Saturday at 1 p.m. so other Trumpers can stop and take their picture with this cardboard cutout of him. <laughs> that is real life that's happening. That is the level of like is he, cult is he making is he making money work. on it? I <laughs> How much, very how much lucrative business. It? Very lucrative. It's very lucrative. Heavy. <laughs> the cardboard cutout comes from China. <laughs> Buy them right now. DonaldTrump.com. <laughs> Buy your cardboard cutout. Buy your we're franchise. Cutout. We're franchising the business model. But my my um, main point on my on my recent feed was just that you know I'm sick and tired of these people who are claiming to have religion um, mm, but, yeah. and. And still supporting Donald Trump and his actions and who are against the Black Lives Matter movement. You you can't have that, especially the support with Trump and religion. You can't have both of those things. It is it is to a point now where it is that is a no longer negotiable thing. You cannot say mm. that you are a God fearing. Well, I'll just say Christian because there's over 300 gods. Pick one. You got to collect them all. Mm. Uh, but if you're a God fearing Christian and you, you live by those principles, you die by those principles, you enforce those onto your family and friends and you, you go to church every Sunday, you're doing all the things you're no longer allowed to support Donald Trump. You have to, it's either, it's either fucking baby Jesus or baby Trump. You can't have both in your life. And you, and I don't care. There's no, there's no yeah. uh, debate. Yeah. There's no negotiating. That's how it fucking is now, dog. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. I think uh, if I can, if I can offer, not a rebuttal, because I don't necessarily think you're wrong. Um, I, I think here's how I keep myself uh, alive. Here's how I keep. From, <laughs> okay. Here's how I keep from sucking on a fucking tailpipe every day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sixty percent of America voted. Okay. Yeah. Sixty percent. Fewer than half of those voted for Donald Trump. As we, as we all like to be, he didn't even win the popular vote. Yeah. <laughs> Right. He lost by so, over 2 million votes, so but yet we say, still... So at tops, 29% of the United States of America could even be bothered to go out there and fucking vote for the guy. Okay? So so I think... And, and that, to, to go out and actually vote for the guy requires a lot less effort than it does to, like, get up, you know, sacrifice your every weekend to go with your cardboard cutout down there and, and get your picture taken with him, right? Like going and voting for the guys a lot. So you, so you have to assume right. that the number of people who are fanatical about this dude has got to be somewhere south of 29% of the country, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because 29% of them only voted for him. So well, you got to be fewer of, them, fewer of them are willing to do more than that. I would argue that 100% of that 29% is on Facebook. <laughs> they are very vocal. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think – I don't think they are, honestly. I think what you're seeing – here's the thing. I, I saw this thing the other day that said uh, something like 40%, I think, f fake news amplifies faster on Facebook, 40%, oh, 40 yes. faster than, than real news. Um, and the reason being uh, 
Zuckerberg has built his empire that way on purpose, right? We, you have incentive to share incendiary, wild, laughable at times shit because that's the shit that's going to get you clicks. That's the shit that's going to get you likes. That's the shit that's going to get you views. And that's the shit that is ultimately going to activate those fucking endorphin receptors in your in your brain when you oh, see like look yeah. at all look at all the people clicking like on this fucking America's page. a fucking frat house. We love right. the drama, we love the fucking danger of it. That's why reality TV shows are so popular. That's why we have a reality TV show host as fucking president of right. the United States. We live right. for this shit, dog. So so you got to you got to think that you got to understand that, that the majority of people, and I, 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 I'm willing to die on this hill, the majority of people don't fucking like the guy. And I would be willing to say that at least half of those people that voted for him last time did so uh, as out of a, a party. never Hill. They did, it, did so out of either a party of uh, loyalty or a never Hillary more so than a fuck yeah Trump. Okay. Um, okay. All right, I, I'll go. I, I, you know what? I'll go along with this. And I, I think that the it's always the loudest people, right? Like it's the it's the when you go to a show and you say, "Well, everybody fucking gets mad when you say, hey, guys.'" No, they don't. Fucking two people get mad when you say, "Hey, guys." Right. And they go and they write a blog about it, and a thousand fucking people share it, and then all of a sudden, at most, you've got ten thousand people. Click and like on a on an article where you go. This comedian said, "Hey guys," and that's why he's been canceled. And ten thousand people is vapor, man. That's nobody. That's yeah. that's that's within the margin of error. And yet, when you're on Facebook or or Twitter or whatever, and you're seeing it, and you're seeing ten thousand likes, and you're seeing Jesus Christ, that's ten times more than any li- number of likes I've thought about getting on one tweet. Right, you you're, you're conditioned to think that that's so many fucking people. That's so many people that are upset about that, but really, it's not very many people, <laughs> because most people stayed at your show until the end. Most people didn't leave. Five left or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we have to put that in context. Like, most people sat there through the whole show. Most That's interesting, people. yeah, and and it is which brings up the idea of like why do certain things catch on and and others don't? Yeah, I I think there's I think there's just a bunch that goes into that whole thing. Like who 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 gets picked and why? Well, my um, my the argument that I ugh, God I've had so many fucking times is people just love to defend Louis C.K. They can't wait to fucking tell you why Louis C.K. should be fucking resurrected. And I can't wait to tell you why he shouldn't be. He's a bad (laughs) fucking human. Is he a good writer? Of course. He's contributed to a lot of projects. That does not make it okay for him to lock waitresses in green rooms and take out his fucking dick. And I think what happened was America read this one article that said he asked permission that one time at that comedy festival and the girls thought he was joking and then he wasn't joking. You can't Mm. blame a guy. He asked permission. Bull fuck. You think that's the first time his dick's been out? Right. And two, I've played the comedy circuits. I've been to the fucking funny bones and shit that he's been. We all play the same venues. And I can tell you, I've been to several clubs where they were like, ugh, Louis was just here. 
and it was like, oh, the bad fucking week. And he, dude, I was down. I'm not gonna say what club or whatever. But this was years ago, before the news broke that Louis was there and had locked a waitress in that fucking green room and had masturbated forcefully masturbated in front of her blocking her exit in that fucking club and nothing was done because he was selling fucking tickets and that is the gross fucking understatement of the year is this comeback tour that he had where he was selling out clubs and all that stuff the venues were allowing it because money that he brings in was was insane yeah, he goes for you know ninety dollars a ticket, hundred dollars a ticket. It that's that's not okay. He's not a good human. Fuck him forever. And people can't wait to tell you how much they love Louis C.K. and how much they miss Louis C.K. And you're not sorry. He's done. He's fucking done. You can't yeah. do that to other humans. He's done. He's a bad fucking human. Dude, that's a that's a that's a. Uh, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to miss him. I think that's a. I think that's a because he's basically dead now. I would say you know? it's okay to grieve, but it's not okay to resurrect. And not only was he doing gross sexual things, but he was also doing gross financial things to young women who were trying to tell their story and trying to get help. He was using his lawyers, his managers, and his TV connections to cancel careers, hold women back, do all this other stuff that... People on the outside didn't, you know, somebody in fucking buttfuck Iowa doesn't know about, Uh, you know, when it comes to casting and when it comes to management, when it comes to playing venues and opening for certain acts and the money you get and and blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, Jen Kirkman recorded a two part podcast years ago before the stories broke about Louis C.K. And she did a tell all podcast. It started to catch fire a little bit. And Lucy K's management team reached out and his lawyers and they they forced her to take it down. So her story, you know, when we say this this language that we do have, cutting back to what we were talking about in the beginning, this language, this when when people say believe women, it's not a blind statement. It's not just a believe every woman every time for everything. It's a more of a like, hey, man, fucking listen to these women. Let right. them make it easier for them to come forward. Make it easier for them to tell their stories, to share when they're in trouble, to fucking rat somebody out, to let us know when they're hurt or abused or, or there's been a violent situation or raped or whatever the fuck the, the case is. Believe women is not a, a blind statement of just like take their word for it and, and just lock a guy up, you know, for without hearing anything, you know, like that's extremist. That's not what we're talking about. And I think that's what we get caught up in this, in this country is language barriers. Black lives matter. Well, all lives matter. Well, that's what we're fucking saying. We're saying that everybody matters (laughs) and you know, and it's with defund the police. We don't, we're not trying to get rid of the police. We're trying to just move some money around and look where the money is going. Yeah. Uh, You know, like, yeah. I think we get caught up in that in America and we, we yeah. let it hold us back instead of moving us forward a lot of times. I, th- I agree. And I, I think there's I think we also have to at some point address the fact that that we're all still here uh, aside. <laughs> the rest of us are here. Right. These tragic <laughs> these tragic things have happened. 
terrible, tragic things. And the rest of us are here to try and figure out what those things mean and right. how we address it to make sure it doesn't happen anymore. Right? And, and ultimately, we have to start to think at some point about concrete steps forward. Like, what do, what do we do and why are we doing it? Like, why are we doing this? What? And that goes back to words. Like, why are we choosing the words that we're choosing? Yeah. Um, is the goal to um, is the goal to rally people who already believe what I believe, right? Or is the goal to win over people who don't believe what I believe? What? There are different words that have to yeah. be chosen in those two instances, and I don't know. I'd, I honestly, I don't know the answer. Obviously, I don't. Like, I'll never fully understand how fucked up my perspective is that like uh, white dudes have just pretty much been control in control of everybody forever right and i am a white guy i i i I don't have any intention to to not be a white guy anymore uh like i think i'll just keep on being a white guy (laughs) (laughs) so i've what i've got to do is figure out my place like figure out my role moving forward like what can i do to like not be in the way anymore right and i like think that's that's, that's I, what it is is finding out how you can be an ally and i think a lot of guys are like yeah. you and me where we go okay well i know you just want me to shut the fuck up and and do whatever but like how can i help right and what can and, i what can yeah. i say and i don't i don't think i don't think that by and large <laughs> i could be wrong because again i'm pretty clueless but i do, i don't think that black people by and large want to hear from me right now. Right. I don't, I don't think that's my role, but I do think there might be some white people who might listen to me, some folks on the fence who might listen to me. I don't right. know. Yeah, and I'm exactly. not sure. And I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say to them and what I'm not allowed to say to them. You know what I mean? Like there, like there are, there are concrete steps forward, and I think this is what we were, t- we were getting at earlier. There are concrete steps forward, and then there is like virtue signaling, right? Like I can go, hey, I'm, um, I'm going to not voice this character of this cartoon anymore. Okay. Well, retroactively, that doesn't do anything because it, <laughs> it doesn't. Right. You, you already took someone's spot in line. Right, for twenty like years, yeah. <laughs> for twenty, you're not going to give it back to them now. That's not helpful. Um, and and ultimately, a lot of these shows are written by uh, white dudes, right? White dudes wrote the show, um, and then white people are acting in the shows. <laughs> yeah, and then and then at the end, going, ah, oh, well, that character was was half black, half Jewish, and I'm only whole Jewish, so I shouldn't have been the one. To voice that actor okay cool but what are we doing moving forward well, how are we going to fix this problem moving forward how do what do we do, do like there need to be obviously more black writers more more black directors more like more producers willing to take chances on uh unknown black producers and and, and writers just the same way that they're willing to take the chance on the white producer and, and writer and that's probably the shit that should happen when in reality, we take the easy way out by going, I apologize for getting married on that plantation. Sorry about that. 
Like, yeah. like that's yeah. that's a very easy thing for you to do and cost you absolutely nothing and probably it probably gained you shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you are yeah. out nothing to have done that. Like what can you actually do that's actually going to help? And I don't know what the answer is to that. I think the answer is is conversation. We need to be I think uh I think what a lot of people want right now is just to be heard. And the they want a conversation. That's how we move forward. That's how we figure out, you know, uh, to put it in other terms like a list of demands. <laughs> you know, right, yeah, like what are sure. you seeking? What are we seeking? There has to be compromise. And unfortunately, we have somebody in charge who is the opposite of of compromisable. He is the great divider he you know uh, the the dog whistles he puts out the terminology that he purposely uses when he even Mm -hmm. says things like uh you know the the rioters are in democratic run cities you don't have to say that you don't have to say democratic run cities you can just say fucking chicago or whatever the fuck like right you Mm -hmm. don't have to say that um he's purposely dividing us i also i also think that and i don't know if this was true but i i heard that it was rumored that um, after LeBron James walked out of the players' meeting in which him, his team and one other, I think, were the only two to vote to not continue with the NBA playoffs as a form of social protest. Yeah. And I heard that Barack Obama called him and said, hey, man, uh, instead of just refusing to play, like instead of taking your ball and going home, why don't you go back and make demands for what it'll take to get you back on the floor? And that's when the NBA released that those those lists the of voting that, polls that, that, and that all they're that stuff. Have, yes, like, yeah. And so I think that that's probably the way that's probably the way you got to move forward. But again, you've got to think about what are these actions that I'm taking, telling the other side, right? If because think of it this way, and to put it in as simple terms as possible, if everyone who voted the way they voted before votes the exact same way again. The exact same thing is going to happen in November that happened four years ago. Yeah. Which means that you've got to, at the very least, appeal to that 60% that didn't show up at all. Yes. Yes. Or, or to I, the 40, sorry, to the 40% that didn't show up at all. Or you've got to appeal to the other 29, 28% that voted for the other guy and try to convince people to come across. Bro, and, at I, some, <laughs> and at some point, the plan, and at some point, I don't, and I mean, again, I don't know how to do it, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you I, do. I think because, a big step forward would be to keep Trump's name out of your mouth. And that was the advice when my buddy Ben Glebe was running for president for 2020. Or, for, yeah, for 2020. He said um, he was doing all this anti-Trump stuff and all that. He had, I go, he, by the way, he had a much better better chance at winning than Kanye did. So he's, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's much, much uh, more, you know, ethically sound than Kanye yes. was. Because Sorry. here's here's Sorry. the thing: the people that are, the people that are, I, I the advice I, I said: do not mention Trump at all, because the people that know that Trump is dumb and bad and terrible and fucking all of these things, they already know that. And the people that like him, that love him, that voted for him, or that are kind of on the fence or are want to vote Republican. They don't give a fuck about your like you're not going to change their mind by continuing to call him dumb and fucking hurtful and mm-hmm. racist and all. 
you're not going to change their mind. Keep Trump's name out of your fucking mouth. Mm. But we can't do that. We keep saying, you know, the DNC party was all about just like Trump's bad and Trump Mm. did this and Trump did that. Who gives a fuck? Tell me what you're going to do. And I think that's how you reach across the aisle and get Republicans on board or at least get the people that are iffy on board to say. Here's here's the thing. I'm not on either side. I don't participate. Um, But I wish you'd reach out to the people on your own side of the aisle and get them uh, in line. Honestly, when when can we do that? When can when can we when can we mount meaningful change? We're in the middle of the largest social demonstration in favor of criminal justice reform and police brutality uh, um, uh, and and the reeling in of police brutality. More eyes are on this subject than have ever been on this subject, at least have been on this subject since the civil rights movement in the 60s. Yeah. Right? This is the largest movement ever. And there are two very concrete steps that the Democratic Party could have taken in leading into this election. Number one, Adopt a policy of legalization of marijuana and a decriminalization of drug-related offenses. That's number one. That would go massively toward reducing the incarceration rate. It would go massively toward uh, reducing the rate at which we take people's right to vote away from them, right? Yeah. all, All these things that could be done, and we chose to do not that. We could have nominated for the vice presidential slot anyone other than the queen of the cops, (laughs) <laughs> who who ran who ran for yeah. years in California as a law and order law and order prosecutor who was in charge of putting people in jail for drug related could have done anyone other than that and then we could have adopted a policy of legalization of marijuana and y'all fucked both those things up uh, I, now I'm, now it's I'm time not, for your rebuttal buddy I'm not gonna lie here's the thing. I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that Republicans don't have a fucking boner right now because the guy that they elected four years ago, Trump, right, is not a Republican. He's a conspiracy theorist, fucking old man who watches Fox News and and he's a washed up reality star. That's who took over the Republican Party. That's not who Republicans are. Now, they voted for him and they're continuing to vote for him because he puts judges in seats and, you know, all the other things. Right. The trickle-down effect. Right. However, the Republicans should have a fucking hard-on right now because the Democrats are running a Republican. Joe they're Biden running. is right. a fucking yeah. Republican. Yeah. He's yeah. not center. He's not a fucking... He is a old Republican. And yeah. his, vice pre- his vice president is just what you said she is yeah uh-huh. she's yeah. top cop yeah, yeah. she's law yeah. and fucking order the thing that yeah. your old crazy batshit president tweets out at least twice a day law yeah. and fucking order that's who is yeah. on our ticket and if yeah. you are a republican and you cannot have a fucking hard on so big that it, you can't open your fucking eyes to see that, like I feel yeah. sorry for you. Kind of seems, kind of seems like a win-win. I, it's it the same. Is. It's the same. But here's the thing: it's the same exact thing that I thought when when Barack Obama was running against Romney. I was like, really? hey, hey, you yeah, guys I, are you guys are staring across the aisle at each other, just red in the face, spitting at each other about how mad. Uh, when in reality, uh, you're kind of the two sides of the same exact fucking coin. Like Mitt, Mitt Romney in, instituted single payer system in his own state. <laughs> Mitt, yeah. Rom, Mitt, Mitt Rom, like 
Barack and 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 then Barack Obama. I mean, uh, you've you've heard my opinions on Barack Obama before. Um, I just yes, we I, know I, 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 I well, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to seem like you're. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say that the dude is not infinitely less of a fucking jackass and a nightmare than 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 Donald Trump is. That's not what I'm. It's not what I'm saying. It's not no. what I'm saying. But, but he's not he's not a picture perfect president that a lot it, of Republicans yeah. think that Democrats put him at. I mean, of course, he he, uh, well, he got he rid were, of a lot of immigrants. He did a lot of drone fucking stuff. He was a very yeah. aggressive, progressive he, leader. He waged um, he waged yes. a pretty effective war against brown people from all parts of the world. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, and and I think um, I, I think that perhaps. Uh, if Joe Biden is anything, he's probably similar to that guy, except for he's old and white, which <laughs> which kind of just seems like the best of both worlds for old white people who want to vote. I, I, yes. I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't understand Republicans not being excited about Joe Biden. And they they love to throw it in our face that he is like dementia or that he can't talk. I'm like, your guy can't fucking read. Yeah, well, here's a, here's he, my you want to know my opinion on Trump in that respect. I think yeah. I think I'm going to tell you whether you do or not. I I think that dude is a perfect example of someone who is in an echo chamber so big that he has no idea what goes on outside of it. Right? Oh, for sure. I get, first of all, that dude's never not been rich. Like his whole life, from the time that he popped out, he is rich because dad was rich. Yeah, right. He was rich his whole fucking life. Uh, he, he lived in an insulated existence. Um, and, and now we have social media where you only see what you want to see. And that's, and that's another thing that kind of ties into what we were saying earlier is that like the algorithm is built to give you exactly what you want. That's true. It's built to give you exactly what you want. And so if you go through and follow an entire thousand follower, uh, follow list, of conservative Fox News watching Republican dudes, and then you sit down and talk to somebody who has a difference of opinion, then you, you're like, "Whoa, this dude is a whack job. He has <laughs> no idea." But like, I'm I'm literally talking to people every day, and all of them support me. So I can't imagine how you're saying that other people don't support me. They don't exist because I've been on Twitter. I've talked to them all, all the people. Like he's talked to the fucking all of them. Because yeah. it's it's his Twitter group, so of course they all support him. <laughs> he can't fathom or when that dude from Axios was like, "Yeah, man, but this is like, look at all these numbers right here in your face. Look at these numbers." And his only response was just like, "Yeah, but you can't do that because he'd never seen someone do it before. <laughs> because he only watches Fox. He only watches Fox News, and they only knew, use whatever fucking numbers he was referring to." Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, very difficult he, for that guy to understand. He lives in a understand. bubble where everybody is placating to him his entire life. And so he's surrounded by yes men and women. Well, mostly men because he's a sexist fucking idiot. But uh, yeah, and I think I think that's he is a, a victim of that. I mean, he didn't even write his own book. You know, the stuff that we found right. out about Trump before, I mean, after he got elected is insane. 
yeah. you know, with the bankruptcies, the corruption, his dad's uh, past with the KKK, his relationship with David Duke, uh, his fucking um, the, the fact that he had a ghostwriter, and uh, I would put I would put my entire life savings, which is a Gerber fund of ten thousand dollars, that rolling in it, you are he, <laughs> that he has never even read his own best-selling book next to the bible the (laughs) best-selling it's my favorite book it's fucking crazy um we should probably wrap things up and i i will i i want to i want to share i'm going to wrap things up with something i want i want people to go check out and you can do the same Mm -hmm. uh my thing is uh there's a new stand-up special out on HBO. If you have HBO Max or whatever you got, go check it out. It's Beth Stelling, and it's called Girl Daddy. And holy shit, it made me love comedy again. I've had a hard time watching comedy for a while during this whole pandemic shit. Uh, I've tried to watch a few specials that have come out, and it's just like it's just I, I just haven't been able to mentally get there. Fucking Beth Stelling knocks it out the fucking park, dude. It's called Girl Daddy. It's so good. It's on HBO. Go check it out. Wow, that's a yeah. that's a that's a resounding endorsement. It's high praise, dude. She does, and she deserves it. Um, it is. She's incredible. And if you haven't seen her Netflix, she did like a short little. You know when they were giving out like those little fifteen minute specials or whatever. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she had one of those, which is excellent as well. Um, I think it's called the Stand Ups or something like that. Uh, she's in season one of that. It's great. But um, yeah. Girl Daddy HBO best selling, so fucking good. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, and I've been watching a fair amount lately because uh, it's the only thing I really want to do at night. It's like, how can I, how can I just fucking laugh for a few minutes? Just, <laughs> right. Just for a few minutes before I fall asleep, sucking my thumb and crying into my pillow. Can I laugh? For, <laughs> can I laugh for a can few minutes? Can I live? I've, I've been saying, can I live around the house to my girlfriend? <laughs> can I live? Can, can I, I live? Can, <laughs> would it be such a trouble to you? If I were to live for a little bit, can I live? Um, I uh, well, I uh, want to. Um, I want to leave people with a different kind of thing they need to do. You need to start to conceptualize large numbers. And here's, let me tell you what Ooh. I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. Um, I think I can I can tweet it out, and I'll have Malone tweet it out as well. But there's a there's a link to this visual representation, and it and it you load it up on your phone. And within the browser, it shows you a period, and the period is $1,000. Okay, so it says this period represents $1,000. And then there's like a box next to it, and it's like a little box, and it says this represents $63,000, which is the average or the median income um, for, uh, for people in the United States of America. And then it goes on to show you what a million dollars looks like and what a billion dollars looks like and what a trillion dollars looks like. And what the collective income of uh, or the collective net worth of, of Jeff Bezos looks like. And then it shows you what if you took the 400, 400 richest people in the United States of America and added all of their money together. And then it shows you a list of the things that you could do with 2.8% of that money. And it's like uh, end homelessness in the entire country. It's uh, eradicate malaria from the planet of the fucking earth, Malone. They can eradicate Jesus malaria Christ. from planet earth. 
Uh, because we like we know how to treat malaria, we know how to get it under control, we know how to eradicate it. We just need money to do so. Right. You could see the and I don't mean that to say that I, you know, I'm I'm proposing that we just take money from rich people and give it to poor people. That's not my point. My point is, is that in order to understand all these things, you have to understand very large numbers and and the the uh, exponential exponential increase in money and real world spending power that happens between a million and a billion. And then a billion and a trillion is more than you think it is, I promise. Unless you're like a mathematician, it's more than you think it is. And the reason these things are important is just like we've talked about it the whole podcast up to this point is that you got to know that not everybody believes that thing you saw 10,000 likes on. You have to understand that there, there, there are millions of people in, the, in, in your state and there are billions of people in the world. And... So I think it's important to start to conceptualize real numbers so that when we say like, well, well, the police department has a budget of blah, 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 billion dollars a year, we can start to understand what that really means and why you should be so fucking weirded out by that fact. But you can't do that until you understand how big that number really is. So like actively try to conceptualize big numbers and start to think about them. When you say a rich person and you and you mean a person who makes a quarter of a million dollars a year. You're vastly underestimating what being actually rich does and what being actually rich actually looks like. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Love you too, man. See ya. Hey, it's Malone, and I just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, you can follow along with us on Twitter at SpeakerPhonePod. That's at SpeakerPhonePod. We'll be posting clips, updates, sharing news stories that we're talking about all right there. Uh, and if you're looking for more podcasts to check out, check out CultureCast Radio. It's right here on the 4D Podcast Network. You'll love it. I love it. Everybody loves it. Check it out. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.